Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. We've got eight incredible first-round matchups in the basketball playoffs this week. Kevin Durant versus Kawhi, Lakers versus Grizzlies, James Harden versus his former team, and of course, the Battle of the Bay Area between the Golden State Warriors and Sacramento Kings. You can head over to BetOnline Sportsbook, use our promo code BLEAV50, that's bleav five zero, and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first First deposit using the link in the description to this episode. Bet online where the game starts. Hi Morgan. How are you? Good. I see you're talking to us from your lovely childhood bedroom. Nothing like feeling like you six just to bring you back down to earth. Nothing nothing humbles you quite like it. Mm, yeah. It's um interesting. How's life? Mm. Uh, swings and roundabouts. Oh, okay. How's the beam going? Oh, the beam is beautiful. The beam is the beam is keeping me high all day long. I um didn't quite understand what lighting the beam meant. Um oh. so I so I found that um interesting. <laughs> Oh, you mean smoking crack? No, no, as uh, like that stupid button that was pressed by Darren Fox, I think. Oh, um, wait, you didn't know? Okay, well, that's that's a different thing. First of all, for those who don't know, light the beam is code word for smoking crack. So it's very funny whenever the Kings talk about lighting the beam. Uh, two, yes, so everyone discover, everyone who doesn't live in Sacramento like me, uh, everyone who doesn't live in Sacramento learned on Saturday that... Uh, we have a button. We hit a button to light the beam. This isn't just a thing that started for game one. We've been doing this all season. Every game, they hit the button. Right. There's a photo of the button traveling on the team plane, and uh, our, our broadcaster mm-hmm. is uh, is Mark Jones, uh, the, the guy who called the finals last year, and he's the, the ESPN playoff guy. Mm-hmm. Uh Mark Jones is the the play-by-play broadcaster for the Kings, and Mark mm-hmm. Jones took a photo of the beam getting its own seat on the team airplane with a seatbelt and everything. That the button was was on the team plane with a seatbelt and a chair and everything. And am I the only person who thinks this is whack? Your team flies a giant W after they win games. I don't know if you're the one to talk about whack. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a flag with a W on it, but yeah, and ours is a I, giant. I, thought, I I was expecting I don't know something a little more I don't know exciting, and I didn't realize that you'd lit the beam like eighty million times. I thought this was like something new and exciting, and no, it was just 
pushing a button like a toilet, just pushing a button, and then a light turned on. I was like, wow, <laughs> that's it. What do you mean? That's so cool. It's First of all, it's not a light turns on. It's a giant fucking purple laser. It's a laser. Freaking laser. It shoots into the sky. So does and the, it's, and the Luxor. It's still a shit hotel. Well, you know what? We're we're a loser franchise and we do loser things, I guess. Because I mean it really, it really does like scream of act like you haven't been there before. <laughs> Here's the thing, we haven't this, been here before. Is, is this like an episode of Lost where you have to push the button? Like it's weird. <laughs> So so you're really fixated on the fact that when we light the beam, we hit an actual button that like, shoots the I, beam. I watched him like do the interview and then walk over to the, to the table and push a button. Yeah. How else are you going to light the beam? I don't know. I, I didn't know what it entailed, but I was embarrassed for <laughs> you all. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong with the player of the game getting to light the beam? Or 50 Cent? Because for some reason, 50 Cent has lit the beam like four times this year. I don't know. Has Delhi lit the beam? I need to. Delhi has lit the beam, yes. Delhi. Oh, wait. Do you? I don't think you even know about the other thing that we do. Uh, God. If you think the beam is whack, just wait. Stick or something? Well, we we do cowbells. We, we, the the thing in Sacramento is people bring cowbells in the stands. I don't know if you saw the Levitard show. They played the clip of a Kings fan with a cowbell just right in the ear of Bob Myers the entire game, just right behind him, right in the ear of Bob Myers. Right up there with um, people I don't want to sit next to, along with Demar Derozan's child. Mm. So the other whack thing that we do, uh, so so you know how I don't know if you've been paying close attention to basketball, but the Sacramento Kings are uh, the Sacramento Kings. No, the, the the Sacramento Kings are are a bad defensive team. Huh? So Mike Brown is a big defensive coach, and so one of the things that they do uh, is is they created a defensive player of the game chain. Oh yeah, it yeah, is, turnover chain. Yeah, we have Del- a turnover Del- chain. Delhi got the turnover chain one, one, one time this year. He got the turnover chain. Uh, someone kept creating for him. It seems ridiculous. So, someone kept a running tab of who got the chain every time they won. Uh, and Delhi Delhi got it one time this year. It would be pretty uh, embarrassing for him to wear a chain, though. He's not chain worthy. For people watching. for people listening, if you Google the Kings defensive player, the game chain, though, it's not a normal chain. Like it is a giant like Sacramento Kings logo of a chain. There's it's, absolutely it's, no way Delhi should be wearing that then. No, it's but it's outlandishly funny. Like it's supposed to be it's supposed to be an over the top chain. So Delhi yeah. wearing it doesn't look. Delhi can get away with wearing like the Hawaiian shirt after he wins a ring. He can't get away with a chain. But he can get away with a comically funny chain. Like it's, it's a defensive. It's a turnover chain. Like it's not that weird if Delhi's wearing a turnover chain. Alex Len was wearing the turnover chain. It's not that weird. Doris had a hard on for Alex Len. Who? Doris. She, I think it was Doris. Somebody had a massive hard on for Alex Len. That first game, they were just like espousing. He's you mean existence. Doris Burke? Yeah. Huh. 
I see. I was watching the game on mute because I was working the radio broadcast, so I didn't. Hear I'm, it. I'm pretty sure, like, like just in situations where you wouldn't notice Alex Len first, she made a point too. Alex Len did have a good game in game one. Mm. You know what's weird is that uh, the the. <laughs> I think if I'm doing the math correctly, I think like 40% of the Sacramento Kings roster is players that went to either Kentucky or Maryland. Mm, Kentucky. I know, did notice that after yeah. game one, I saw a picture of them in their Kentucky uniforms. Dear the, Maryland, the Maryland Terps. Mm-hmm. With Alex Len and, uh, our buddy, our buddy, never gonna give you up. Never buddy, let Rick you down. Yeah, yeah. And, he absolutely uh, looks like a Maryland tip. Yeah, he looks like a turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, baby Clay Thompson, as his nickname used to be. Warriors South. Warriors South. The Warriors are going south. Ooh. Warriors are going south. Game three yeah. has already been played by the time people are listening to They've this. They really put their foot in it like Draymond did. You know, I Do you live think here. He stood on or What'd you say? Do you think he stood on him deliberately? Define deliberately. No. It's pretty obvious. Do you okay. think Draymond intentionally landed like that? Yes. Yes. But no, do you yeah. Think that you should be suspended for a body of work. So here's here's my take on this. I don't give a single flying fuck what any personality thinks about whether Draymond got suspended or not. I've been seeing Sacramento Kings fans lose their collective minds because they've been following every NBA person who has an opinion and trying to figure out who is slandering the Sacramento Kings. I just like I don't give a single flying fuck. All of it is hilarious. It's hilarious that Draymond stepped on Demontis Sabonis. It's hilarious that he got suspended. And it's hilarious that after Demontis Sabonis, after the Kings played chestnut checkers of getting Sabonis x-rays, that Draymond Green asked the Warriors staff to give him x-rays on his ankle. To so which the- <laughs> That's like he's literally playing 4D chess. Literally. To to which the Warriors doctors, remember the same Warriors doctors who four years ago cleared Kevon Looney with a broken collarbone in the NBA Finals because they said, and I quote, he can't possibly hurt himself any more than he already is. Mm-hmm. Those Warriors doctors told Draymond Green to get the fuck out of their face when he asked them to give him x-rays mm-hmm. on his ankle. <laughs> Like, all of it is funny. Who cares? Draymond got suspended, and yeah, he called... uh, I I hate saying this word, but yeah, he he incited a riot amongst a bunch of Kings fans by calling him pussies. Yes, Draymond Green probably deserved to get suspended. I don't know if those doctors are the same doctors that punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. Not the same doctor... Well, unless they did the thing where, like the Celtics did where they fired the entire medical staff because they tore Kevin Durant's Achilles and let Kevon Looney play with a broken collarbone, but... I don't think that's true. I think the same doctors are still there, but the 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 same Warriors doctors. No practice. What is going on here? Remember when we all thought that Kevin Durant was going to sue the Warriors for malpractice? Remember, remember when that was the whole story in the summer of 2019? Yeah, that was a thing. That was a yeah. thing. That and then the Nets gave him a fully. It's been on two teams since. And fun fact: he has never played at. 
Oracle or whatever it's called now, Chase Center. He's never played back in Golden State since leaving. That's incredible. That's kind of like the Tony Brothers and Tony Brothers stat that I heard Tony, yesterday. Tony my Brothers, Spencer did. Tom Habistro. Spencer didn't really. Wait, did you hear? Have you heard Levitard's show today? Did you hear the follow up to that? No. So, uh, so the NBA. The NBA listened to them because guess who's the lead official for tonight's 76ers Nets game? Tony Brothers. It's Tony Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They heard him. They've got their they've got their third eye open. NBA NBA listens. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but yeah, your to your original question, sure. Does Draymond deserve to get suspended for body of work? Sure. I don't think you should be spending anyone for body work. I think you should be taking each case on its merit. Can't just go, well, he's a prick, so have a week off. It won't work like that. Uh, I it didn't work like that. I got to be honest. I think even the stomp probably warranted a one-game suspension. It's oh yeah, like... absolutely. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it, but I just don't think that. I think that it should be case by case basis. Oh yeah, for sure. I. Whatever. I, I thought the one game suspension. He's amassed demerit points in the shit bloke standings. Please. That's not a thing. Anyway, whatever. Have a sit down. Think about what you've done. Yeah, kind of like we got to the right result, even if it was kind of a weird way to get there. We got to the right yeah, result. I do, I do enjoy the trolling of trying to get an x-ray. It's so funny. I don't. Like, the whole thing, I'm like, why do pe- Why are people taking this so serious? I, like... Apologies to people I work with. Apologies to national media pundits. I don't give a flying fuck what anyone thinks about whether he should or should not have gotten suspended. Creating conversation is their job, Kyle. I know, but this is one where, well, one, I would, I would hate having to talk for four hours about this, but also, like, I want, I want a top five list of things that Dray- people Draymond has stepped on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, um, does Jordan Poole count? I know he didn't step on Jordan Poole, but he did. No. Uh, it was funny. He started the season by punching a teammate and ended the season by standing on the spot. So there's a real scenario. In the, that... in the middle of that, he kind of still managed to elevate his um, public persona. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. Who would have thought? So so there's a scenario where by the time people are listening to this, the Kings are up 3-0 right now, which means that by the time Monday comes around, the Warriors could be eliminated from the playoffs, at which point that'll probably be Draymond Green's last game as a Warrior too. So not only did he start the season with a punch and end the season with a stomp suspension, that's also just the end of his Warriors tenure, is going out stomping Savonis in the chest. Had a great career, Draymond. Who's the sad team who's going to pay him a bunch of money at the end of his career? The Hornets. Mm, maybe. You know what? Maybe. You know what? Maybe. So, watch the show this week, Kyle. Which show? Levitard show. Check out any of the content this week. I've I've been popping in and out bit by bit. Pablo Astore, welcome to the pirate ship. Is there, is there anything in particular that, that caught your interest? No, nothing at all. Okay, cool. We can move on then. Moving right along. 
<laughs> For those who don't know, Morgan got a shout out in a video. If you Chris told Whitty. me I had to, because when somebody tweeted at me and said I mean, something about Woody name dropping me, I was like, I could have had from now until the end of eternity to guess this context in which I was mentioned, and I would never have ever thought that Woody was in the middle of a bit and for some reason took me out. I don't know. <laughs> Working from Australia, we don't do wake and take anymore. Firstly, the number you yelled out was incorrect, Woody. Secondly, I never called wake and take. So, but one time, one night I did call 100 pounds. Yeah, but now you're a Zoom Zoom person, mm, yeah. which is basically just wake and take. From now I, I just get kicked off a hundred times. In return, I'm back. You're you're the ghost. If Witty's the ghost of the Clevelander, you're the ghost of the seven eight six four five six four eight three seven phone line. Well, last week I was the ghost of the Zoom Zoom. I got kicked off and got back on. <laughs> well, I got kicked off because I didn't even hear the question. It was dumb, and then I said I was going to die on the hill that I thought the answer was dumb and text that to Chris Cody. And then after a while, he texted me back and said, jump back on the Zoom. I was like, okay, sure. sure. But I couldn't get back in because I'd been kicked out. So then I had to come back in as my mum. <laughs> real, real sleuth you are. Yeah, so then Carol got MVP votes, but I didn't. <laughs> nope. Shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to Carol, who I have no idea who you're talking about because I my didn't mom. listen to Zoom Zoom. She was my mom. She's oh. my mom. That's how it works. She stays my mom. Stays your mom. <laughs> until until she dies. We're getting to it. Thank you for your patience as Morgan and Kyle discuss topics off-air. We will be returning to the show in 15 seconds. We know you have a lot of choices for your podcasts, and we appreciate you choosing to take it easy here with us. And we're back. Oops. Oops. Sorry, um, the Panthers beat the Bruins last night. Playoff hockey. That I did not think that was the direction you would go before talking about your beloved Boston Celtics. I um I well I sent Roy a little congratulation message saying congrats on you winning at the T D Garden. Because, <laughs> you know, I like to prop up my friend. Um, but yeah, the Celtics have been Doing what needs to be done. Whooping up um, on the Hawks. Setting up a the, series with the Sixers. The Bucks took a stick to the heat last night. That was good. Giannis didn't even play, right? I didn't I watch didn't, the game, but I saw it. And they still scored 138. Yeah. Drew Holiday, Brooke in the, Lopez. in the second quarter. Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. Hmm. Pat Connaughton, 25. Are they minutes, you idiot? You dumb bitch. Morgan was reading the minutes and thinking that was points. 
Four point. Pat Connaughton had 22. That's still impressive. Pat Connaughton, Pat Connaughton had 38. Wow. 38 on seven shots. Wow. He had 22 shots. He had 22. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, look. <laughs> 38, 31. I'm like, Jingles had 25. No, he didn't. He had 17. But still, 17. Joe Ingles had 25 points on six shots. That's incredible. Kyle. I can't read properly. <laughs> I go to the school for the kids that can't read good. All right, so let's read it properly. Okay, so Chris Middleton had 16, Bobby Poor's 18, not that impressive. This is much less impressive when you read him the points instead of the minutes. Well, go go to go to Brooke Lopez. That'll be shocking. No, it's 25. I'm not that impressed. Drew Holiday, 24. You know, it was just a, 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 a pretty even spread across the board. There was no standout, I would say. Although oh, Drew yeah. Holiday had 11 assists. Jingles stood out, sounded like. Jingles had 17, 4 and 4, um, which is cool for him. Be cool in itself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go Jingles. So, uh, okay. yeah, the Bucks are going to win that series. Yeah. I hope so, obviously. Um, oh, no, I was going to... How incredible was that Sixers-Nets game three we watched last night? It was incredible, wasn't it? Because we're releasing this on Friday. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, Joel Embiid <laughs> did the thing. Old mate brothers did the thing. Spencer Dinwiddie, <laughs> oh boy. Collision uh, course. Kyle Kuzma's got to be loving this series because Spencer Dinwiddie's playing I, I really enjoyed that meme that you posted of Kyle Kuzma sitting on his couch. Made me laugh a lot. Kyle Kuzma loves getting dressed up in his house. I need to. I I need to. I've been saying this for so long because I I have funny outfits that are colorful, and so sometimes when I work at a radio station, people think it's the fruitiest thing they've ever seen in their lives. I need to get the Kyle Kuzma jack. I need to get the Kyle Kuzma long sleeve pink you sweater. Really, really want that stupid sleeve. Thing. I want. I want the Kyle Kuzma pink sweater. I need to buy the Kyle Kuzma pink sweater. With the with the really yeah. long sleeves, um, you're so stupid. I know. I I still watch a YouTube channel where they would like buy these, like when the designer items that would like clash with like Crocs. So they'd be like, I don't know, designer Crocs, or they'd be like stupidly long boots and whatever. And she would buy them and wear them, and, and like it's so up your alley. Like the, if there was one of those stupid jackets with the arms, like you just love that shit. It's weird. I, I mean, I, I, I think my boy Josh Giddy too, who had thirty points in um game against New Orleans Pelicans too last week. Oh, that's right. Oh. It's been a while since we've seen uh since we've talked. Yeah, Josh, I wanted OKC to make the playoffs so bad. I wanted them to get in so bad. Yeah. The um. Yeah, and he's committed to playing for the Boomers and said some, you know, things that me as an Australian and, and my fellow brethren down under, things that we'd love to hear from an Australian who w wants to represent um, their country. So it was All really right, let's talk about Ben Simmons now. No, we're not talking about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can kick rocks. Absolutely kick rocks. So... Like, I understand, like, whatever. He's just, he's not one of us. He's not. 
Like, here's a quote from my boy, Josh Giddy. As a young kid, especially being an Australian, you grow up as a basketball player wanting to be a part of the green and gold at a World Cup and Olympic Games, and I was no different. Guess who was? Old mate, Benjamin. Crap, 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 crap. No, even reading the rest. But, like, I don't know. I guess it means more for him. Like, his dad played in the NBL here. I don't know if he um, – I don't think he was ever good enough to um, play any higher than that. But he was a a good player in our league. Um, he played for my team, I think. Maybe he didn't. <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. You know what? Maybe. Um. So he's the head coach currently in the women's EMEA for my team. Uh, he did play for my team, Dumbass. Um, the Melbourne Tigers and with Andrew Gaze, one of Australia's best basketballers of all time. Um, and he had his number retired, two-time NBL champion. Pretty cool. I don't think that he... Um, no, he wasn't really that good. But um, his Wikipedia page does state that his son got drafted to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes. And yes. his daughter plays for Oral Roberts. That's interesting. Golden Flashes. Golden Eagles. Shit, that's a different team. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia told me I didn't know that. Golden, I, Golden Flashes is Kent State, I think. Mm. Interesting. So how wait yeah, former Josh... former lottery pick Josh Giddy. Put up thirty in a playoff uh play in win. So he's ninety eight kilograms and two point zero three meters, whereas his dad was much well was hundred and two kilos and only one ninety six. So he's slighter than his dad, but taller. Interesting. Not really. Not interesting at all for anyone else, but shut up and listen. Sorry. What else is there that's going on? Baseball. I like baseball. You like baseball, you like baseball now? I love, I've I... always loved baseball. Baseball's my favorite my favorite of the sports. If if all things being equal, if my teams were good in all sports and I had to watch the playoffs and anything, I'd give me October. I love I love the ball classic. But it's April. Yes. So uh, what what is interesting yeah. in baseball right now for you? Because I know what's interesting in baseball for me. Fernando Tatis Jr. is about to play his first baseball game in 500 plus days. Yeah, my team is over 500. Yeah. Let's talk about a winning team. team like the Chicago <laughs> Cubs. Go Cubs, go. You don't hear me saying that the Chicago dub is whack. Not at all. I think that that stuff is fun and silly. I hope that 20 years from now, the Kings are still light in the beam. But in Chicago, no, well, like, we, we get to fly I've, a dub. Now experienced the embarrassment, you can, can please continue to press your silly little button. It's a big button, too. It's not like you if, just have if to. One, if one of our players had to like run around with the, honestly, if one of our players had to run around with the flag, I'd be embarrassed. 
It's not that weird that they hit a button to light the she beam. She walked him over to the table to press the button. It's like when you get in the lift, the elevator with a child and they get to press up and down. Like, wow, exciting stuff. Yeah, it's cool. They what? They set up a table and have the beam button. Yes. <laughs> they don't call button. it the beam button. I'm just calling it the beam button. The button. So the, the Cubs are eleven. And... Oh, beam me up, Scotty. So the Cubs are eleven and six. Last ten, seven and three at home. Oh, pretty good away. Six and two away for us. Playing that a series against the Oakland matter. Athletics will help you with that winning record. We've we've um had a few series wins. Um, things are going well for us. I think if we were in the NL West, we'd be on top. This is true. Is oh, on top of the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, the Rockies. Isn't that a good division? What's going on? What's wrong with you? Trash. No belly bombs in that division. <laughs> oh, we don't need your silly belly bombs. We've had enough just... belly bombs to last a lifetime. But I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it, maybe. We seem to be hitting a lot of runs. We score a lot. I was watching one game where they scored like 12 runs against the Texas Rangers. Yeah, they, they score a so, lot of runs. You do. So, hang on, it's range running. So, if you're from the start of the season, we scored four, three, five, and lost. Six and lost. 12, 10, that's what I was, 14, 8, 10, 12. A lot of runs. Very good. A lot of runs are happening at the Cubs. Get it? Ian happening. Yeah, because yeah, Ian Happ is your best player. I got it. I got yeah. it. That was, clever. that was clever. There's a bit of wisdom in our team. Haha, <laughs> because ha, Patrick Wisdom also plays for his That's Chicago right. Cubs. That's right. Could you, Dan's, be any more creative with your puns? Yeah. I don't know, but Belly <laughs> just seems to be a bit of a steal. There's <laughs> another one. Boom, boom. So good at this. Sort of. Why? Shut up. What, do you have a player named Steel that I just yes. don't know about? You pitched. <laughs> what, you think I can't read? <laughs> I can read good. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll Mancini if we can come up with any more puns. Uh, but it's firing on all cylinders like a Suzuki. <laughs> I hate. Myself. Oh, what the fuck? Eric Hosmer plays for the Cubs. What? <laughs> it's oh, not Strowman. 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 I was going to say, we're gomesing. Ah, damn it. Missed up. We're going places, damn it. <laughs> this, this segment is going places. You know where it's going? To Rios. <laughs> um, I can't believe this is happening. Wow. <laughs> uh, Oh, it's good. Good for Eric Hosmer. Glad he landed on his feet after 
just getting dumped by the Padres last year, getting mm-hmm. sent to purgatory in in Boston. Well, I hope he's enjoying, enjoying the merry weather in Chicago. Got it again. Yeah. Another one. <laughs> that was good. Another I'm smiling one. all the way from ear to ear. Get it? Because <laughs> Drew Smiley. Oh, you're such a hot mess. A hot mess. <laughs> Don't worry, I had a I had a bad one before. Well, you mother rucker. At least your barn heart is in the right place. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's quality. <laughs> I enjoy how bad that is. <laughs> I'm absolutely here to have that. That was. We're just making jokes with the Chicago Cubs roster now. We're just making puns with players on the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> did I just learn Tucker Barnhart plays for the Cubs? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, the Cubs. <laughs> I've got nothing to use it for, but Brad Boxberger is a great name. <laughs> really boxed yourself in on that one. <laughs> the box and Boxberger score. The box goes. I'm saving one for the end. That's what she said. Oh, you mother rucker. I already did mother rucker, you idiot. Steve Martin's a prop comic. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm stealing your jokes now. <laughs> you steal. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone heard from Brad Stevens recently? <laughs> uh, nope. Wonder why. Just, just want to make sure. <sighs> anyone heard from um, Jalen Brown recently? I think I saw him the other day putting up his twenty points and ten rebounds. No, you didn't. He had a much better game than that. You. Absolute liar. Put some respect on his name. Okay, sorry. He had one game where he had 29 points and 12 rebounds. And then what did he do the next game? He went right back to 18 18 points. Right back to Jalen Brown. 18 points, 50% shooting. He he did what I had to be. He was very good in that first game. 37 minutes, because we know I look at the minute score. The minute score. The minute score first, because I'm very good at that. You're very good at reading box scores, Jalen Brown. Yeah, box burger scores. <laughs> Real box burger. Box burger stew. <laughs> um, um, uh, Al Horford had the best six point game you'll ever see in your life. The same playoff Al. Met, many people are saying. Many people are saying Derek White is a very unattractive man. That was so funny. That was I the, the inside the NBA people calling him Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Shaq hairline. singing a song about his hairline is just just so mean. <laughs> just so mean to Derek White. Um, is Dylan Brooks like auditioning for the WWE? <laughs> 
I can't. I mean, look, we we had that heartfelt podcast where we talked about it's not going to be fun when John ja Morant or Dylan Brooks gets shot because they're messing around with guns. Lakers fans might actually kill Dylan Brooks by the time this series is over. Like, serious to like, God. I feel like he's about to fuck around and find out. Whack. You know, he <laughs> if if one is the Philadelphia Eagles on Jalen Hurts and 10 is Baltimore on Lamar Jackson, they, they're about a nine on the fuck around and find out scale. <laughs> Dylan Brooks is on the fuck around and find out meter right now. Brooks was asked about his running battle with James post game. He said, I don't care. He's old. That wasn't even the funniest line that he had in there. There was one where says, I don't respect someone until he gives me 40. Nope, that's not it. That's not what he said exactly. <laughs> He's <laughs> he said until they come and give me forty, <laughs> which led to a hubba hubba from Mike Ryan on the Lavender Show. <laughs> Hell yeah, I that's don't respect what, nobody. That's what until, she said. <laughs> I don't respect nobody until they come and give me forty. Because it's funny in the sound clip, he says "come," pauses for three seconds, and then says "and give me 40. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously an Australian website. So someone sent out a tweet in the like so this is obviously just a day's um recap of the NBA playoffs tour ever yesterday. So this is a tweet. Joe Ingles is feeling himself tonight, back to back threes for him, just like he had in the first half, and he's talking the whole way down the floor. Nobody I'm gonna to I'm gonna send you the photo of what Dylan Brooks looked like as he was giving these press conferences. Oh no, quotes. I've got the photo. I've it's... yeah. It's that great. that was what that was the photo that led the article. Oh, there's a video, yeah, that. Um, yeah, that is just yeah. excellent, just excellent. Uh, that series is going to be the best. I, I like Sacramento. Sacramento Golden State is super entertaining, but it's going to be over in four or five games. That game one was game best. one was excellent, like excellent, excellent, and it was nice to meet. <laughs> Darren Fox, see how see these players that the Kings have that are apparently good that we didn't know existed. Um, I really enjoyed that game to watch, and it's great s- result. And then I got to watch the beam, and I was like, womp, womp, womp. "Dude, there were I, I shit you not. I'm here. P- people know dude. I'm here in, in Sacramento. Like, what's up, dude? dude. I." I shit you not. There were 5,000 people outside the stadium four hours before the game. And it's not a big area. Like people were elbow to elbow four hours before the game in Sacramento, just tailgating and partying. It was so they call wild. It like the Boom Barnyard or something? <laughs> the equivalent of the Deer District? So they they chose they cho- there's a name that it actually is and the the name that it should be so the uh the area outside the arena is called the downtown commons people shorten it to doco so i wanted to call them the doco locos but the sacramento kings did not choose doco locos they chose section 916 which is our 305 it's 916 is our area oh, code everybody in the 313 yeah, no, they they chose Section 916 as their dear district. By the way, another funny thing that happened is they have to do the watch party across the street from the stadium instead of like right in front because of what happened at the deer district a couple of years. Or was that last year? Whenever it was when someone shot gun at the deer district. Uh, oh, not because it was a super spreader. 
No, not because it was a super spreader, because someone shot a gun at the watch party a couple of years ago. But uh, you can only shoot guns across the road. They just they just needed people to not be trapped in a space oh. where there's not a lot of exits. Just, can you not die out the front? Yeah, can, don't can die you... with the camera set up. Die over there. Yeah, they're just like we need to not have like narrow exits in three directions we need people to be able to flee in the event that someone comes strapped up like the deer district as somebody who's uh watched hillsborough multiple times having a clear and um clear exits uh that are suitable for the amount of people you have in a stadium is uh paramount yes the uh the deer district no no, no idea what you're talking about. Just going to keep it moving. Well, no, no, no. Yes. Oh, we can talk about it now. So Hillsborough okay. was a like disaster that happened in England when there was like a crush scenario. And so I think Liverpool playing Nottingham Forest perhaps. And um, there was too many people in the stadium especially at one end um and people had like got in when they weren't supposed to so it was a human crush during a football match um yeah it was liverpool and nottingham forest oh no i i've heard about this before yeah 94 people died when you just said hillsborough i didn't know what you mean but giant english soccer thing where people got crushed in between the 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 screens yeah. because they were charging the field. Yeah. semi-finals so they got crushed yeah in not just in the screens but yeah in that section behind the goals 94 yeah. people died. and for some reason i'm I, I don't know why i used to put it on youtube and to go to sleep i don't know i just found the accents put me to sleep but like not the actual story but that was just my go-to i just put on hillsborough so i found it always interesting heartbreaking and like i never got to the bit where they died because i would fall asleep before then put it on the ticker morgan falls to sleep with videos of people being trampled i'm listening to david duckenfield try and excuse his way out of it yeah the i've i've seen i think uh, i think they did a 30 for 30 on it i've seen a documentary Mm -hmm. on that story so that's that's what i used to watch that that 30 for 30 all the time yeah, so I've seen it. David Duckenfield authorized opening the gate because all these people were lined up outside. They were going to miss the match and whatever, so they opened the gate, and then all these people came in that weren't supposed to come in. And their their first entrance was behind the goals, so they all went in there, and a crash happened, and ninety four people died. Yes, and they blamed them for it. They blamed the people who died, as as one does when they try to avoid liability for the the the. Uh, uh, they, they blame the Liverpool supporters for the awful. for the murder of ninety four people. Yeah, it was just awful, and it took like years and years and years for people to actually take responsibility for it. Terrible. Like the coroner's hearing went for like multiple years. So bad. So bad. So, anyway, so Hillsborough, something light. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to how to pivot off of this. Well, look. Uh, I don't know. Kawhi Leonard's out tonight. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Kawhi Leonard's not going to play. Transition, 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 transition. Did you see the phone that he walked in with? 
What do you mean? I think he walked into the stadium with a phone where you had to press the buttons four times to get to the letter. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you remember when there was phones that had buttons, Kyle. And to I do. It, I do remember. I had one of those first. You would have thing. to like and press numbers multiple times to get to the right letter. Are you sure you didn't get fooled by the internet? Because I'm not seeing anything. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's see. No, I watched it with my own two Oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, the, the Kawhi Leonard Blackberry thing? It looks like a Nokia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you you know I've written a book about this uh, about this before. Uh, until, a, until a shockingly long time, Kawhi Leonard still had a Blackberry phone. Uh, and, until I think it was like 2018 or 19. Now, maybe this is just a different version of that phone where you do hit the buttons on it. But for a shockingly long time, Kawhi Leonard had like a 2007 BlackBerry phone <laughs> while he was playing in San Antonio. It's kind of like the it's why I think there's a reason why Andrew Luck and Kawhi Leonard are my two favorite athletes. Um, and part of it is they're they're just difference to technology, despite being amazing athletes. You think he's? Do you think Andrew Luck's phone tells him when it's June? Andrew Luck, I believe, no longer has a flip phone. I believe that was confirmed, but he did have a flip phone until at least 2018. Hey, everybody, yeah. happy June! Hey everybody, happy June! Oh, I can break out my limited fake Andrew Luck again, which is just Mike. My limited fake Andrew Luck is just Mike Ryan doing an Andrew Luck. So apparently it was an iPhone, but because his hands are so big, it just looked tiny. I think yeah. I think we need more confirmation on Twitter. Yeah, no, it's an iPhone 14 Pro Max in Kawhi's hand, apparently. He makes it look like a tiny kid's phone. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's true or not. It's well, considering that I think NBA the tweet memes Twitter account said. What is it? NBA memes Twitter account said that. That it could it could be true. Standing at six, seven, and weighing whatever, blah 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 blah. Who even cares? Apparently, he just has like giant hands with a length of nine point seven five inches, baby. And 9. a hand eleven point two five inches. Leonard's hands far surpass that of the average NBA player. Nine point seven five inches is the length of Kawhi Leonard's is hand. Sufficient? I don't know. I've, I, the funny thing is, you could have asked me, I know you just read it, but you could have asked me that exact question, how large are Kawhi Leonard's hands? I could have told you exactly 9.75 inches. And the reason I know this is because Kawhi Leonard's original Jordan brand logo is, uh, it's like a hand, but the hand has a K and then, you know, how your hand makes an L with the, those two fingers, the index finger or, and the, the, the thumb. So his original, his original Jordan brand logo was designed to proportion to his hands at 9.75 inches. Uh, the logo you can obviously shrink and make larger, but it's to exact proportion of his hands. Fun fact from our book, which you can order wherever you get books. Wherever you get books. Good books or bad books. Um, nope. So, yes, yeah, the same size hand as Shaq, apparently. Mm -hmm. but he, he, has bigger, he has bigger hands than Giannis. Oh, maybe. You know what they say about those big hands? Big gloves. Mm-hmm. More phones, apparently. 
So well, you wouldn't want to have big hands then, would you? Uh, <laughs> it would make uh, everything, your whole book smaller. I, I was also incorrect. Giannis has slightly larger hands than Kawhi. That was a, an incorrect statement that I gave. I don't care about that. Now, Carl, I've asked you if you wanted to have small hands or big hands. Oh, well, I have big hands, so I don't really get a choice on that one. So yeah. it makes everything you hold smaller? It does, a little bit. <laughs> Unlucky. I know. <laughs> That's what she said. Some real, some real wisdom Morgan is sharing there. Get Sorry, it, this happened to you. Because <laughs> Patrick Wisdom, get it. Get it, because it's happening to you, Kyle. See, that joke's got a smiley across my face. <laughs> someone, someone passed the mark lighter. Where is it? Is it in the box burger? <laughs> thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.